trying to get a run towards the inside. Uncommon James and Asfur are up to Zoo style. It's kicking Uncommon James in the middle. Uncommon James grabs Asfur. Uncommon James holding on and won the Oakley plate. Welcome to Bet Doctor behind the curtain. Look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. I'm up and about today. I've had my um, whizfizz. Johnny Walter, you got the bottle there. You can have a nice suck on that to get yourself uh, revved up. It's not quite a dummy, but I'm ready to spit it. So here it is. Looking fresh here in the golf shirt. You left me out. Are you going to have a hit of golf? Mate, um, it's a secret squirrel. It's a secret squirrel. I'm getting ready out wide. You're not supposed to know about it. See, I didn't think you put one and one together. I didn't think you were capable. So. Uh, Augusta, you ready? Yeah, yeah, going to try and pre-qualify for sure. No, uh, it should be, should be. What's that? Three weeks till I leave. You leave a little bit late. I oh, know you're going via uh, Asia, 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 Asia. You're um, you you're going in in a little bit of a ten-pin bowling uh, tournament over in America. Big cash. Well, what what about the one this weekend? I forgot I signed up for. So it's seven p.m. check in, seven thirty kick off Saturday. So we get up at like four o'clock in the morning to do the form. Then Saturday, as we're about to talk about, goes for about thirty-seven hours. Seven thirty p.m. Twelve games to our driveway. I'll be fresh on Saturday. Where, where's that? Caboolture, wherever that is, Queensland Open or something. But no, no I'm trying to. Yeah, it's the bowling thing over there. We'll see. See if we can try and pre-qualify for a tournament or something. <laughs> see. Once upon a time, Tristan would have sponsored me, but now that he hates me, we don't. We don't get that. We could have been the top sport uh, bowling tour, Australian bowling tour. Wonder if DK's been to Caboolture. How are you, DK? On his bender, he might have uh, gone there. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm just coming good now, Scoot. Was it you? Was it you who said? I think you might be too old for that sort of business, DK. Last week, yeah. I think you did, and I think I have to agree with you. <laughs> I'm just was it four days later. Like when you get older, geez, big nights knock you around when you get older. And I, I went back to back, so it was uh, yeah, it was all day Friday, and I, I did a did a runner at like eleven thirty because I knew I had Saturday night on, so I did a runner at like eleven thirty after well, we went to the Junction Hotel after Mooney Valley, and then uh, Saturday night was uh, Crown. And I got home at like three a.m. or something, and wisely put myself down for the. Uh, 10 a.m. to midday slot on the Bunnings barbecue for the footy club, Nico. That, that was good, so I was mortally wounded there. And then my missus had to drop me off. I couldn't know I could have driven there. And then um, and then I had to come home for a quick nap, and there was bloody footy clinics on at the footy club from 3 o'clock to 4.30. So, and the, I was supposed to be spectating. The bloke said, can you help? So I was in bed early. What, what was night. your job at the barbecue? Were you there? No, I'm the um, – oh, well, it's, mate, it's a well-oiled machine. The Cut, cutting the onions? No, nah, it's already done. They're the already barbecue? done. No, nah, no, I, 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 big job, mate. I get the sausage out of the thing and put it on the bread. And then I get the onions, and if they want onions, I put it on top. Do that for two hours. Very important, mate. It's a very, very well-oiled machine. The money's baby. They're a very good fundraiser for the um, for the footy club, actually. You can make a bit of coin out of them, sell like 100, 100 kilos of sausages. It's unbelievable. They just fly out the door. But anyway – so I'm coming good, Scoop, but yeah, that my, my bender days might be, or the back-to-back anyway, might be over. What about baby cats? Did you uh, make an appearance there? You were, um, you Where? Baby cats, Cecil Street. No, 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 we went to the Groove Bar, went to the Groove Bar, and I did a 2.30, well, by the time I looked at my oh. watch, it was like 20 past two or something, so, oh, yeah, I was delirious. I had, had me full of beer, and um, so it was beer all day Friday, Yeah. Friday night, got to Mooney Valley, you know those, I'll, I'll tell you what I did find, Scoop, was those Suntory things. Those six percenters in those cans, they're, they're beauty. So I was on them. So I'd had enough beer. So Saturday night, I was into the bubbles and then into the red. So I drank red. And then, uh, then, into, yeah, and then, then that ended well. Even red all night, but anyway. Six percent, one, nine, six Suntory cans. The, that's them. Yeah, that's the them. lemon flavor. Tip, that's the only I'm flavor. I'm tipping them. 
I'm tipping them. They were good. Yeah, don't try anything else that you can sit on. They're sessionable. They're outstanding. Nick, I'll tell you what, you're going as good as the 196 cans, uh, the Oakley plate. I got a message from a, a massive punter that he was very chuffed that you uh, you set, set a big play on uh, Uncommon James and Lofty in the Oakley plate. And I thought it was pretty impressive display yesterday as well. Sandown was like quicksand. It's not like Sahara, is it? If you were three to five off in the straight, you just couldn't make any ground. What a hot. Hot rail that was. Yeah, yesterday was uh, interesting racing with the uh, yeah the rail as you said being pretty hot. But uh, yeah, it was a tough day until race nine on Saturday. We were down and out, but uh, luckily we got out there in the last. And uh, yeah, lofty strike. He come on huge leaps and bounds in the yard. He just improved out of sight. Really it was like looking at a different horse. And I think he was probably a better run than Uncommon James. He just had to do way too much work to get into the race without the cart. But uh, I was happy they uh, were one two. Probably should have played the Quinella in hindsight, but. You live and you learn. What, you just looking stunned mullet? What? Yeah, five days later, so dirty didn't play the Quinella. That'll do me. Oh, what about you? What <laughs> about you, Walty Walty? He would have jerked off a pigeon before the race to get a result. <laughs> now he's worried that he didn't, buddy. <laughs> jerked off. Now he didn't, buddy. <laughs> didn't take the Quinella. That'll do me. <laughs> and neither of them had blue colours. So, like, that's easy. He's, he's bucked the trend. My blue colours were sitting six wide, no cover out there like a like a pigeon. Mm, hopefully he's, rin- he's rinsed himself of that, that blue yeah, Love the story. What about you, Walt? Sunshine in Paris just poked a little nose out, little winksy. Could, could have done it the start before, couldn't <laughs> it? I told you you should have ridden it a pair further back uh, like you did last time. But, yeah, geez, she's a good horse. You'd you hope she wish she pushes it away now, puts it away like it's done its job and comes back because it could be a wait for age horse uh, next time in. But, uh, yeah, probably they'll push on and kill it. What can you do? Mm. <laughs> what, what can you do? What about Profondo? Surely gets life now, doesn't he? I think it gave itself life, didn't it? <laughs> I, I did say it. Well, I think it gave life to a, it's a set of nuggets between its legs, either one way or the other. I don't. You'll either never see Profondo again on a racetrack, or you won't see his nuts. It'll be one of the two. I'm thunderstruck. Uh, non-winner. Hmm, that's what we spoke about last week's show. I thought it was still an okay run. Not okay if you've uh, backed him. Uh, I'd say ride him off at your peril, or does he need 2,000, or is the all-star mile with all that speed in the race, is it just going to pan out perfectly and he'll get his, his justice uh, in, the, in that I th- race? I think, I think you hit the nail on the head in the last one there, Scoot. A bit of tempo. A bit of tempo is his key. You know, He just wants to be. If you ever look at his form, his best race is when he's got some tempo on and, he's, and he can use a bit of strength. He hasn't got, I mean, Mr. Brightside's got a very good turn of foot, particularly of a slow pace. So we've seen that when he won that fee or whatever he won, Nico. Yeah, yeah. And, um, look, he's gone to rip the winner. Like, um, with due respect to uh, Walt's man, Tim Clark, B. Shin Ooh. has got that horse to go terrific. Like, he's a very, he's a world-class rider, B. Shin, and he's, we've noticed he's very good on pace down here. And just looking at the sections and things like that, he's got that horse to go really well. Um, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think? Yeah, I think, like, Alligator Bud's horse to beat in the all mile, but if you're going to get, you know, this uh, this media train that's just going to keep pushing out the price of I'm Thunderstruck, taking him on and everyone saying he's gone, like, you're probably going to get 6 or $7 in the day and, He's going to be way better suited at a mile in a fast run race. Mooney Valley's no worry for him. He nearly won the Cox Plate. Um, he beat Tavolu one day there as a younger horse. Uh, I just don't think he come on as much as, say, Mr. Brightside in between runs. I think he he was probably at a very similar fitness level to, say, first up, whereas Mr. Brightside really looked like he come on. So I, I the way I've sort of assessed I'm Thunderstruck from the yard is he's really going to peak sort of third or fourth up, whereas um, I would say Mr. Brightside was pretty much near his top there on Saturday. And Alligator Blood was... Um, probably going to peak on on all-star mile day as well they did, did a fair bit of work to sort of get him up and fit and going and he just had the perfect run in the race so uh it's probably a two-horse race between alligator blood and um i'm thunderstruck i think mr brightside is probably a half chance but 
Uh, I think I'm Thunderstruck's a big improver. And you just go look at his SPs. Like, SP'd favorite first up. He SP'd, what, 350, I think, on Saturday. Like, the market's not against him. Um, he just needs probably a few things in his favor at that level. And I think you'll probably get that all summer all day. I'd love to see Zara back on, to be honest. Mm. I'd just love to see him ridden cold. I think he's he's just a Goldilocks horse. He just needs everything, as DK mentioned on last week's uh, show, to go his way. He needs an outside draw. He needs to be ridden cold. And it's probably going to be a perfect storm if he gets that wide draw. All-star mile day. Walt, I can hear you grinding your teeth in my headphones. No, no, I'm just, I'm just wondering bit of, bit of, if... Is DK trying to wind you up there with B. No, Shin, T. Clark, Niggle? Whatever. He was all he's handed the race. But uh, I was just wondering if old Wrinkle was ever going to actually not give that Mr. Brightside a barrier troll. Like, I, I laughed when he saw his uh, post-race interview where he's oh, you know, guys, this horse is flying. Well, it's pretty easy to work that out because you absolutely destroyed it at both starts back, handed back the two chances it's probably got to win a race this prep, and it should be peaking on the day where it's got none. It should be beautiful. You wish well some- done, the Wrinkle. You, you wish sometimes jo- <laughs> jockeys had... Just put themselves in. I thought I can't remember if it was this show or a syndicate tip that C, C Ripple and uh, Wilson Taylor slaughtered it, and then he absolutely slaughtered the horse again yesterday. He nearly uh-huh. shut his pants when uh, m- might have been uh-huh. Maloney or someone circled him on C Ripple. It was a good and ride, the horse but was like, just good enough to overcome. He was asleep. What are you doing? Jesus, what are you doing? You've, you've been and he was four wide, no cover the first four hundred. Going to sit there, and somehow they all let him in. It was act of God that he lobbed in the spot, and then he sort of then he just fell asleep in there. He was like he was hypnotized. How did it win? We just need more jockey honesty. And it's okay to come out and just say, I slaughtered that. Well, then, yeah, well, and the wrinkle's the best. <laughs> the best. Like, you'd come in, you'd be there ready to deck him, and you'd come out buying him flowers. He's just the best. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's Mr. poor old Mr. Brightside, hasn't it, Mr. I've got a, a few in Tassie recently. This is my favourite. When they ride a horse every single start and it lays in every single start, but they decide, I'm going to keep the whip in yeah, the right, right hand, oh, geez, give it a crack in the off. right, oh, and then I'm going to change it once it lays in it. It does it every run. Why don't you start in the left? What doesn't the trainer tell them? Why doesn't the trainer tell them? You'd think if they ride it every start, they'd, I hope they're right. Sorry, yeah, I hate, they'd have yeah, someone. Sorry, you're right about it. Sorry, I was, yeah, but I've seen with the change of rider when that happens, and then the horse lays in every start. You can never take for granted that a jockey remembers anything. You're like I, I agree with Deke, even if he was a, you've got to tell them because they ride so many bloody horses, they don't really care about a lot of them for mine and you've got to bloody stand over them a little bit. So it's a jockey, change a jockey. The jockey hasn't watched the tape and the trainer hasn't told him to have the whip in the left. This thing lays in like it's got, I mean, it cost me a, I mean, a few months ago. It cost me an absolute stack. Mm, little shout out to uh, D Perez for ruining everyone's long Cessland Cup day. I tell you, he's a bogeyman at big odds. Here's uh, other news uh, quickly Morphville redevelopment five years away. Spoke to Bagman offline. Sounds like this is welcome news in SA. Nice little uh, refurb in Adelaide. So, and I heard. Would, would there be racing in Adelaide in five years? What are they getting it ready for? I don't think it had anything to do with racing. It's just developing the land in, in between the empty land around the track like they're doing a Caulfield and Mooney Valley. He said that's that's the three hundred and fifty million million dollar development, building the townhouses and the putting the supermarket in and whatever. And it said, oh, if there's anything left over, which the profit they make, we're going to tip it into our irrigation system on the track and build up, do the uh, upgrade, the maintenance facilities for the staff for the who do the maintenance on the track because the track's the most important thing. Never said anything about new grandstand, anything about new facilities, new stables, nothing. So um, well, the stables are gone, aren't they? Well, there's no yeah. on course stables; they're, they're all off course there, and then they'll be kicking them out. Like they do, I've done be at Caulfield and everything. So I go to Cranbourne, go to Murray Bridge or something. But I, I, I had a reader that's good. I thought, oh yeah, because you go to the races there. It's like going to the races in the nineteen sixties, seventies. That grandstand, it's forty five years old. It's like it's like a step back in time. So the first thing you say, oh, 
Like, be, be like Fleming build a new grandstand. There's no mention of anything like that. Nothing. So I don't know where the money's going to benefit them. You know, it's got to be poured back in the club somewhere. But then they said, oh, well, we're going to upgrade the system, irrigation system because that costs a fortune. So anyway. I reckon Adelaide uh, Adelaide could be the kids' sport of uh, of Australia. Under 12s, they could start playing for ribbons and results don't matter and and uh, no one records it. You can't videotape the game just in case, you know, Mr Brightside gets upset that he was ridden poor or uh, that could be Adelaide. Adelaide could be the one that no one cares about. Well, I got. I tell you what, they got to do something. So they need a cash injection, and I, um, I must have read that or took that the wrong way. And maybe I've got a little bit more faith, but um, it sounds like it's not all negative stuff. But anyway, I guess time will tell, and it's five plus years away anyway. But it's definitely a a, a head scratcher for a couple of people that own property off course right nearby, and if uh, they're going to get any, um, yeah, any subsidies or anything for being uh, pushed to move. Sorry, Scott, it's seven and a half hectares or acres or whatever it is. And then one and a half, it was nine. One, the other one and a half belongs to Magic Means, Jerry Harvey. It's where the Magic Means, where they have, what, one sale a year for two days? So he, he, he flew, they got him over there, took him out for Chinese with the developers and listened to their proposal and things like that. And he said, it must have been too good because he said, no, 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 I'm, I'm not blind. I'm holding on to it. I'll hold on to that land, thanks. So they would have, they, ideally, they would have been even bigger. But um, so it mustn't be, must, must have been a big spoil what they're offering him. Mm, interesting. All right. The Comics Lounge, if you want to giggle, uh, Homer Comedy, uh, we mentioned last week, Friendly Geordies, probably sold out already. But uh, make sure you get around those guys, the Comics Lounge, uh, on board as a sponsor this year if you've just tuned in. But they've been with us for a while now. Today's show is going to be a beauty. Donnie, uh, Newcastle Friday. Got, uh, was it Newcastle Steaks? Oh, how would you know? They rename them, they yeah, move them. It's, it's confusing, but there's a, a good little race popped up with Crosstalk favourite there. So Donnie's going to tip us one early for some Friday Newcastle mail, and he's got Briz Vegas uh, smashed last week. His tips, they usually all go off, which is beautiful if you can catch them early enough. Uh, Randwick this week before we head to Rose Hill. It is, uh, someone mentioned that in your chat group the other day, it is a little bit funny where you've Not got. funny, it's stupid. All these lead-ups at Randwick and then they get to 1,200 and then all of a sudden they flip across to Rose Hill for a 1,200-metre race, which is just completely different track profile. Yeah, it just makes no sense. makes absolutely so no sense. Just but what, it's just nothing to do. The product's not the not the, uh, priority. the priority. What is it What is it then? What are they trying to do? They don't know, do they? Prize money and I don't know. That's <laughs> weird, isn't it? Dances. <laughs> Dances. Yeah. Uh, Nico Flemington on Saturday looks absolutely outstanding. Top Sports Steamers, uh, no good last week, but uh, these bets today look uh, exciting. I think they'll get a winner this week for sure. Make sure you bet with Top Sport, uh, family owned and operated. Uh, check out their app and mobile. It's as good as anyone in their game. Uh, it's even got that face facial recognition and the thumbprint and stuff, so it's easy to sign in. You could probably have a bet in any sort oh, of that's state. big. Uh, Nico, first one we're going to have a look at is race number five. Some tricky races, treacherous races, I would have thought, to start the Flemington card, so make sure you get his mounting yard mail. But uh, race five is the first one here, and it's a horse that Walty knows, the Kettle Hill. Sydney side are coming down. Uh, Ma Eustace, $3.40 favourite. Munamek still going around. It must be getting dizzy, this horse. $5 on a Shelby. 5 bucks. Sparkle, 7 Queen Air, $8. Worthily, 11 Carlisle. Love to own this boy. G puts in $15. Ramble Rebel, $19. Herman Hess, 26 uh, and 60s or better. The last two in the market. Uh, Kettle Hill, 1800 uh, It's last start. Nico here in a benchmark 78. Uh, tell us uh, why you like this one, stepping back from 18 to 1600 well, I'm not in love with it, but 
No, I think if he runs up to these sort of performances he's been running in Sydney, um, he's back on the fence here with J-Mac in the Australian Bloodstock Carls and doesn't get a whole lot of luck. I don't think he would have necessarily won the race, but I think he definitely would have been in the finish. And I just think the form he's in at the moment, it, coming down to Melbourne, is probably a bit of a step back in grade relative to this form. You know, like two starts or three starts ago, he chased Banjou, so $2.90 and hit the line well enough in a race that probably wasn't run to suit him. The first up run in Melbourne was very good, um, where he was sort of eight into five dollars fifty and was very unlucky not to win. Um, maybe that's the key to him getting back to Melbourne. Gets Jamie Carr going aboard here, draws an inside gate, and he drops in the weight. His first up run in Melbourne, he carried fifty four. Ever since he's carried fifty nine, now he gets back down to fifty five and a half in a race where there's no superstars. Uh, Muhum X racing well, but he might have to go back from the draw, and he's got to give him weight as well. And he's been sort of up forever. Um, I'm a Shelby's just. A consistent horse. Um, I don't think he's much better than this grade. This is probably his level, and then it's like, where else do you go? Well, you know, also a very interesting runner here. Yeah. Oh, old Uncle Lindsay had a couple too much red wines when he thought about accepting it. I thought the three-year-old filly in the benchmark 88, oh, it must be some sort of clean-up for sort of something to fit in because he can't get in anywhere else. So there's not a suitable race on the calendar. She's well, a three-year-old filly against the old seven-year-old Geldings. He gets a kilo off him. Like, it's been some very interesting placement for old Uncle Lindsay. Yeah, the only thing that would make sense to me if they're going to the maybe the Alistair Clark and they want to run because there's a sixteen hundred meter three odd Phillies race next week. I'm pretty next sure week, which, the week that's after, right, which this is CUNY. Yeah. So whether they want to get her out and trip earlier and maybe take on the boys in the Alistair Clark might be the the play there. But I couldn't imagine she's in the race of her sort of first up or her last start run. She is third up, but that form looks a bit suspect for the older horses. So. Yeah, it's a bit of a hateful tip, but uh, I think Kettle Hill definitely gets his chance around Saturday. I probably wouldn't take 3.30, maybe closer to $4 you might get on the day, but I found it a really hard program just to sort of label a bet, and I thought he might be one that's a bit of D-Day and gets everything in his favour. Yeah, I um, I had a quick squeeze at this race, and I oh God, I just got greyed up. I started to think that a horse like Herman Hess or even Longarm were knockout at big odds, so... I um I haven't had a bet. Didn't pull the trigger, and oh, I'm scared. So I just I'll, I'll blindly follow Unico and hope you get it right. It wouldn't take three forty, but I think on the day we might get closer to four, which is probably a fair price. Kettle Hill. Jesus, it's just scary. Well, what do you? No, what do you it look looks for? like a house of pain that race to me. I, I'll be cheering for Nico. Is it a look of the quarter or not? Is it not? Thank no, Christ. Okay. No, that's right. we don't. We've got to get ten scoots, ten picks. <laughs> Make sure we do that when that's a look at the quarter because that's what the punters want. We've got feedback this oh, week. Oh, we did too. But we want scoots. Got it. We want scoots ten numbers like last week. I apparently I potted him for it, but the punters wanted us. It shut up the go. We want to, We want all scoots ten numbers. Ten in each leg because very important part of the show. So ten by ten by ten by ten. What's that? That's a <laughs> well, lot. Well, we got a bit of feedback. Ten thousand. We usually just try and give our best bet so the punters can. So try if you and do win. the Davo thing and you spend a hundred on your ten thousand, <laughs> you get point one of a percent or something. That'd be all right. <laughs> At least you get a collect. That's again participation, mate. A participation. Oh, that's only one person. So can everyone ask us if they want more quaddy leg tips? Because that's just one guy's opinion. Would you rather our best Who's bets or just do a quaddy legs only? Who's the guy? Probably Dave. It was probably Dave. Well, if it was Dave, then well, it's gospel. <laughs> gospel. Put it on the twelfth. It's the thirteenth commandment. All right. Let's let's talk about a quaddy leg, and that's probably the feature race of the day. 
and it's uh, race number seven. It's the Group 1 Australian Guineas. And this we're not going to talk about the politics of racing, but to have two guineas, same distance in the in two different states just shows how fractured Australian racing is. Jack and I well, are favourite for the Melbourne You can edition. question whether both favourites are going to run the mile 63 times. So that, that gives you two different chances to do it, like an AK-47. I might put a poll out to uh, just get the New South Wales and Vic uh, punters in in a tailspin. I think maybe the uh, the Melbourne one's stronger than the Sydney one this year. No, I know you'd say. Oh, that was obviously. Oh well, there's there's one good horse in either race, Jack and O. Two dollars fifteen favorite Jack and O. Elliptical six dollars. Attrition eight dollars. Legato nine fifty. Amenable thirteen dollars. Holy Man's eighteen. Mister Maestro twenty on the back up. Elkington Road twenty six dollars. Maximilius twenty six. A fortune teller thirty one. Bank more. They've forgotten about this horse thirty one dollars. Uh, Miramasa fifty one. Virtual Circle sixty one. And uh, laced up heel sixty one. And then Japanese Emperor. It's probably a big price as well one oh one. But uh, it's either the favourite or um, gee a bit of a puzzle here. Nico, we'll go have does, a look. Does attrition running down there? Yeah, I think he'll run down here. The the plan early was to run him, and then they thought they wouldn't get in. So that's obviously why they've accepted it in mm. Sydney. I would say he's probably staying in Melbourne then, given he's got a run. Could be an error. Jack and O, let's have a look at the replay here. Yeah. He um, he finds Gentleman Roy. They have a bit of a uh, bumping duel. And it's amazing. This protest uh, gets upheld. Nico? Uh, the more I watch it, the more I probably agree with it. I think he definitely um, impacted him late. You look at him coming. He's the fastest last 200 metres of this race. And... Uh, I think that the bump's here, and I think it does sort of take him off balance. Lane can't really hit the horse late, so either sure. way, he's huh? not, not, not agreed, DK. Okay. I thought Mr. Brightside looked to be... Anyway, no, I don't know. Maybe it was the last... Ran the fastest last 200, did he? Jack and O did, yeah. So I think that's... He's the class horse in the race. I think he's probably the best three-year-old. He's proved that. He's beat the older horses. He, he ran a huge race in the Everest. He beat In Secret in the Golden Rose. He's two runs at 1,400 metres. He's been the quickest home in the race, the fastest last 200. That's against the weight for age. I know he had 55 and a half, but still. Um, I think that's a good lead. That's If you're just doing form on any horse, stepping up a distance, you'd want them to run the fastest last 200 to say they might run out a strong mile. He's got no favours from the draw, but at the end of the day, he is the class horse. Um, I, I kind of got it down between him and Elliptical. I think Elliptical, the market might come for him on the day. I think $6 is probably a touch of overs. He should, probably should be closer to sort of 5 or 480. Um, just with the map, he's just going to get a lovely run in behind the speed. And that's the thing, how big a head start Jackano is going to have to give Elliptical. I think Jackano is a better horse, just really has the best setup on this day. 215 is getting pretty skinny. Um, I think he might get back out to say sort of 240, 250. Um, so I wouldn't be backing him now, but. Uh, I think he's the best horse in the race, and I think he will run a mile. So um, the other advantage for him here is it probably doesn't look like they're going to go overly hard. Um, there's not a whole lot of speed in the race. can be a race where they really overdo it up in front, but I would say this year might just be a moderately run Australian guineas, and if that is the case, the best horse probably can get over the top, um, even if he is a slight question mark at this distance. So, yeah, I thought it was pretty simple. I thought probably it's 1-2. They're probably the only um, proper group one horses in the field, I think. Attrition's got talent. Legato, she's the X-Factor runner, bringing in the Kiwi form, but she's been up a long time. Her worst run was probably last start. I know she had some excuses, but I would have liked her to find the line a bit better, especially taking on Jackano and Elliptical. So um, I was kind of against her. So uh, I thought Amenable might be the bit of the knockout chance just with the soft run from one, but uh, 
Yeah, Jack and I to beat elliptical. I don't think there should be as much between them in the market. I'd probably, if I had to have a bet, I'd back elliptical. Um, but I think Jack and I is probably the most likely winner. <clears throat> Why don't we show the spring champion just to bring those memories back? Go away. Well, yeah. you you get to talk oh, about the guineas. Them. What about the guineas? <laughs> Bring those memories back. Oh. He's bank more looming up. Scooties on uh, Elkington Road, not getting a uh, clear run. Should have been off and gone there. And then you got elliptical roaring on the outside. And then you've got uh, attrition sort of uh, laying in all over. Uh, what is a virtual circle or whatever? And he only just gets wound up late. That was your tip last time, wasn't it, Nico? Yeah, I think we had him top from the mounting yard. Um, mainly because of the fact I didn't think elliptical was. Like uh, near his top from a fitness point of view, and for him to come out and beat him first up and being underdone, um, I think uh, those horses are probably going to have a bit of a task trying to turn the tables on him. And you know, the best of elliptical, I think, is very good. We saw that second in the spring champion. I think Sharp and Smarts, you know, up there with the best three dogs we've got, and I think in time will be a wait for age horse. And I think elliptical could be a wait for age horse next season as well. So um, this would probably be, this could be the last time we see Jackano if he wins. So. Um, maybe they'll send him off a winner. Well, what do you reckon? I think you're right, Nico. If they go too slow, that's Jackano's best possible chance to win this race. Especially but- where elliptical's drawn because slow run race with it backing on the inside is going to be Chopper. potentially ugly too. Chopper rescue. Yeah. I think elliptical's the best miler, but um, could be wrong. He was strong. Like, it was his second fastest last 200 of the day, the day he won the Golden Rose in the wrong part of the track over 1,400. So it's pretty tough to say that he won't run a mile. Um Jack and O, if he does, he'll be in the finish. But I'm I'm dead set with Nico as in, like, if you're going to have a 100 bucks on something, it's going to be on elliptical just at the price. But, uh, you know, there's not much between them. It's an interesting one. The well, DK, just to correct, he definitely ran that first last 200. I just had a quick look on punningform.com.au. Yeah, that's where the eyes deceive you, doesn't it? Like, Mr. Brightside looked to be hooning there and, and sit and, you know, be feelings off him and pull it back. But anyway, the eyes were deceiving. It was point one two, so the yeah, not yeah, it was. We're it was just hairsy. the wrinkle conserving. It was just a little his first little <laughs> blowout. He was just conserving. Attrition, I reckon. Attrition will run well. He was going sideways from the four hundred. There, it's pretty hard to get home like a steam train when you're going left all the way up the straight. So, uh, uh, I love Jay Fry, but uh, that is a rider upgrade for mine, Jay Carr. So, um, and that's the thing with attrition, isn't it? Like, there's a lot of talent there. He's been raw. Down, he's got a lot of ability. It's just yeah. whether he can put it all together. Whether Saturday is his day. Yeah, so to- Jay Carr, she might get him to go. You know, yeah. As I say, but if you get if he runs straight, like anyway, but uh, I think he'll run. He'll run well. Mm, I, I I agree. I think uh, attrition and elliptical would be a great way to play that race if you want to take on the favourite. But um, outside that, deep as we uh, just re- reference punning form, they're doing a major upgrade on their uh, database. It still works. You can use the old one, old.punningform.com.au if you're sort of rusted on and you're a, uh, a fossil like myself. But uh, it's starting to come along, and they've got these virtual speed maps where you turn it all around and move it, and it's uh, it's going to be an absolute beauty. It's very bright. It's a very uh, very good system, and it's a, it's a it's a for it is a complete must have at the moment if you want sectional times on Victorian provincial racing because it I don't know what's happened in at uh, Kremlin <laughs> but it's turned to shit. Now I don't know if Vince <laughs> has pulled the pin on them or wow. not, but since the fifth of February, there's not been one sectional time for racing provincial racing of Victoria on the website. I've, I've emailed them twice. And they've got back to me the first time, said, oh, we're looking at it, the, the IT team's on it. Second time, they said, oh, the IT team's still onto it. And please note, um, this is they will still be provided, which seems like this must be having some sort of, that said to me, they're having some issue with Vince. So, um, or whoever's providing the sectionals, which I think it's Vince, but um, 
could be someone else, but uh, maybe they should do it. Should get punting form on board, so we have got reliable sectionals all the time. Gee, there's there's one at odds. Bit of a fallout with Vince. Well, I'm I'm, I'm just guessing that because they threw it. They threw it in the replying email to me. So, you know, they're saying, "Oh, don't don't worry, sectional times still will be provided." You know, and I said, "What's what's going on? Why is the why is the website?" Because sometimes you know whoever's up first or fast, I like I like you know having a, having a squeeze there. Even though I use punting form ninety percent of the time, sometimes if there's an iffy one, I just like oh, I'll double check that. Like for instance, that one Jack and over here where. So double check, but um, yeah. So uh, you definitely need punting form at the moment. You want to be one sectional times on Victorian racing. All right, well, I'd have to fire off a little tweet to Matty Welsh and see if he can get that one sorted. It was not Matty Welsh, Sam Lyons. I said to Sam Lyons at the Betfair function, I said, "What's going on with the sectional times in your joint?" And he had no idea. He had nothing, no idea what I was talking about. So who knows? Now they need, they need to focus on punters a little bit more, don't they? We're paying for it. We're not driving it. We're definitely not driving it. We're paying for it. We're, we're in the passenger seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in the pop, boot, pop, mate. Pop. We're in the boot. <laughs> pop, pop tax is about to increase everywhere, so we're yeah, it's all going beautifully. Oh yeah, pop tax all about to go up and rope, rope and gag. We're in the boot. Here we are. <laughs> At best. You know when you said those celebrities do like a hot lap with one of like the F1 drivers <laughs> yeah. or something and they're just absolutely <laughs> dacking themselves wearing that. We're in, <laughs> we're in the hot seat without a belt. Yeah, no helmet. That's right. Just oh, in the roll cage. We'll be Peter Falconio soon. We'll be going, we'll, everyone will just go miss him. We'll all be dead without without a trace. Race two, the Todman. Let's talk about uh, Randwick. Is it raining in Randwick? Sydney? What's happening in Sydney? I've got no idea. Does anyone know? No, no, it's all right, I think. Is, Is it? it? There was like. One to five mil, fifty percent chance or something should be fine. Hopefully, it stops from watering it again. So it could be a rainbow, not naught to four mil, and then a, a sprinkle, maybe overnight. Yeah, so we just don't want them watering the track, and then we'll be okay. Six yep. meters. Okay, Todman twelve hundred. Uh, the Colts here, red resistance favorite at topsport.com.au. One eighty cylinder, two dollars ninety. Thank you, Nash. Speaking of Nash, Cafe Millennium now. He jumps on board. Uh, $7. Empire Japan, $13. And then Militarized, little Wallace Sneaky here, $26. Let's start. Uh, let's roll the tapes. Let's have a couple of. Uh, I think they should rename this the Glenn Schofield Stakes after his uh, the retirement, retirement of the great man during the week. Beautiful. Jeez. Uh, here he is. <laughs> Red Resistance making all. Look at him. Uh, in the yellow, nice little uh, pony, this one, and that's uh, King's Gambit trying to uh, mow him down. Yeah, he's just pretty straightforward, this horse, isn't he? And the stable's very straightforward. He's had a trial where he's gone like an absolute rocket ship since uh, whatever beats this horse. It, it, these races can be tricky because you have to try and work out uh, who's trying, who's you know trying to peak in, in a couple of weeks, and I don't think it matters to this stable or this horse. They've got a, a Russian Revolution cult. Have a look at this cafe Millennium. We'll roll the replay here, and then you can really let oh, down on the race. Talking. Have a look at this thing. It's uh, out the back, black and white sleeves with a bit looks of red. Like DK just like untapped, looking gangly, just down the outside. It looks like a giraffe. What price with do you a want rocket, to take there? Rocket shoved up his hundreds. Arm. Which one is it? Down the oh, outside. Down the outside. Yeah. Have you no, seen no, this? Right down the outside here. Oh, geez, a big horse. Big horse, good horse, nice horse. Look at this, so DK. This is the horse that voted to have the, the, the races at Randwick this week, not Rose Hill. Yeah, well, they've said they they probably won't run in the slipper because they don't know if you'll even get around Rose Hill. Well, so. He needed a steering wheel on the, turn of the, turn, on the corner there, didn't he? He did, he did. But um, Big Nash goes aboard, suit this horse, no doubt. Five horse field will suit this horse. Uh, Red Resist will be up in front, deserves to be favourite, has to be favourite. Cylinder sitting outside it. And it was funny, like the prices came out yesterday, it was like $4. I was like, well, that's just insanity. Now it's $3, it's been backed in. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, either, yeah, Red Resistance gets its own way in front, probably win. If not, that big sucker will be winding up down the outside like a Clydesdale. And holy crap, if it's not in front at the line, it'll be in front 50 past the post. Uh, yeah, I think I think they're the, it's the only way that um, this one, one of the two of them will win. 
I can't understand why Cylinders is so short in, in this race. But, um, yeah, I think Red Resistance will probably win and probably start favouring the slipper. Yeah, I can't really add any more to that, I reckon. It's, uh, I'm just fascinated to see what the big giraffe, the rocket giraffe, does, Cafe Millennium. Definitely the most interesting race on the day because if it rounds these horses up, it'll come into like $1.50. And not in the slipper, in the size and yeah. champagne. It, it'll be like seriously short if it. If it beats these horses. Any comments down in Melbourne or we just keep running? No, nah, I don't have much there. I kind of agree with Walt. If he wins this, he's probably favourite for the slipper and he's he's got all the uh well, he does have Rose Hill form, so he's got to bring that to Ramwick, I suppose. But um and it can be a race where they get I think Stay Inside got rolled in this race by Animo, I'm pretty sure. Um and then What, and what about the that? Far out, Nico. Could, he, obviously, Couldn't he doesn't like Cylinder as a horse, so because otherwise he would have dived straight into it, but he somehow got Animo <laughs> into the conversation. <laughs> I'm just. I think Capos got rolled in this race. Oh, they did. Oh, oh absolutely. So this is well, the this old. This, is, this is isn't old, a race you want to be piled into. Back off the old back off them before the grand final. Yeah, exactly. Littered, littered. Neither. Gay doesn't back off. She drops the hammer. Attack. <laughs> she drops Gay, the right. hammer. Oh, this in the old. Yeah, Snowden's the old grand final trainers, and all this race was littered for years yeah. with odds-on chances going over in it. Yeah. The, the worry for the slipper is probably in the Phillies division, dollar sixty-five yeah. learning to fly. It could be the one that they've backed off a bit. Yeah, well, we haven't got there yet. So okay, we'll, we'll go there now. Sit there down. Race three, Riesling Stakes, dollar sixty-five learning to fly. In from one eighty-five, uh, Kundalini, four dollars forty. Facile on the Make backup. Sure you get that five. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could really stuff that one up, but uh, lucky I've had a shave. Facile five fifty. Mathcura nine fifty. Cigar flick. Sixteen dollars. I'm pretty sure I, I'm, I'm not big on you know how to pronounce it, but if that's Mathcura, I'll give it away. If that's how you pronounce it, if it's Mathcura, Nico's the best at it. How do you say it, Nico? No comment. <laughs> It'd be something like Matakura or something. It won't be Mathcura. I'm just putting it out there. We'll, we'll, we'll organise a uh, a free bet or a prize from Top Sport uh, for anyone that tells us what a Mathcura is. Camellia and Cigar Flick round out the market. Sixteen dollars and two oh one. Let's start to uh, unpick a couple of these, uh, well, the trial of this horse, uh, Matakura, Mathkura, Mathakra, Mahashaja. So just the one trial. Uh, straight <laughs> to the front. Green. Straight to the front. Big, strong-looking thing. Um, most impressive things late in the trial is it just pricks its ears and does it all very easy, very comfortable. And as Nico alluded to, this this is not a grand final for learning to fly. It's already won the won the Ferrari for Annabelle. Um, not as big a, an issue for Phillies to remain unbeaten, that's for sure. So they definitely are more worried about two weeks' time. Uh, did did hear they backed off the horse a little bit and gave it a few days off after last start, which is, you know, not unusual. But, um, yeah, very, very easy to see that they're going to just settle off speed here and if they win, they win. If they don't, they don't. I'm not saying in any style they'll be trying for their life. But this is the day to take on learning to fly if you ever want to take her on. Repo Facile. Yep. Yeah, I thought I thought that trial was was really good. That horse was very interesting. And Facile, he's this is backing up. So this back is the horse in hard the fit um, naturally. So there's no back off in this preparation at all. So three wide outside the speed, which is obviously not easy to do, especially for a two year old. You've got a couple of really nice horses coming up uh, outside it. So it's blank to blank and what is the other thing? I can't remember what it's called. It's got a weird name. Lazago. Yep. Uh, Lazago comes up wider. So it was the one that was ridden back off the speed, had the cold sit and got over the top. And you can see, like, he's still kicking on the inside there. It's not He's not stopping at all. Don't worry about the Snowden thing that was closing off. It was it was flattered. And um, for Sol, was, I think it was clearly the best run in that race. Lobs here. Probably if it... 
finds the front if Kundalini allows it to. Um, yeah, it, it's the horse to beat for mine for Sile. If it sits outside leader again, probably a little bit more vulnerable. But if it if it crosses Kundalini early, uh, very very hard to beat for Sile. And I just thought this um, Matakura or whatever you want to call it is uh, is just a very interesting horse in the race. Out of Moss, Moss Fun, there we go. Can we? Go, is there a was there a blue horse that raced against Moss Fun in its time? You can remember Nico. You want to mention? Or? <laughs> I don't reckon the blue existed in my, in here in Australia when Moss Fun was. <laughs> there I reckon they were still. Darling, we've got to get him. We've got to get him. If you've got that, that's too good. That's too good. But no, for, <laughs> in all seriousness, I think uh, learning to fly is, is short uh, for the exact reasons I sort of Nico brought up. This is the the week to take it on if you want to. Um, I'm not a huge Kundalini fan. It's a, it's a solid horse, but I think Facile is just by preparation. It's just had a perfect gone 11, 12, seven day back up, hard fit. It's going to put in um, a career best effort on Saturday if it lines up. Gerald won't line it up unless it's ready to go. And the bottom one for me is the is the dead set wild card in the race. Um, it's yeah, both the two rods are great races considering their tiny fields. DK, have you seen this horse learning to fly level out? Jesus, it's a nice looking horse, just beautiful stride. I think twelve hundred is going to suit it even further. Have you even seen this this learning to fly go around? No, I haven't. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> the first one he's faced didn't suggest yeah. <laughs> first of all, oh, did debut it's, at Warwick Mill in a maiden, didn't it? Annabelle. Oh, sorry, no. Annabelle. Annabelle, yeah, Annabelle. Ferrari driving Annabelle. Yeah. That's where she got yeah. this one of the Ferrari. Oh, this one of the Ferrari. Oh, right. Just love the way this horse just really extends. I think it I think it could be a moral. Oh, well, it could, it could be. It I could think, be for I, sure. I, I think it could, I could, I'd have a favourite for the slipper. I said Red Resistance will start favourite. I would have this horse favourite for the slipper. Um, but I think Saturday it's vulnerable. No, nah, I reckon it's a moral. That's all right. You you are a source man, so you know you just got to pile into it. When you just get, when you're a Tommy Tomato man, you've got to you got to stick with what you know. Yeah, know this bloke. He's he's on it at hundreds and just thinks it's the best horse he's ever seen. He's seven hundred years old, mate. Oh, doesn't he could be right? He could be right. Yeah, he once in seven hundred years, you're entitled to be. win an Everest. I reckon this horse win an Everest. Fly. Oh, back I love, now oh, yeah. for the Everest. Well, I lo- yeah, I love the horse. I'm in the same camp, but uh, I'm also in the in the camp that Chadley could be a little bit quiet here and. And a uh, little small field could bring it undone. Complete moral. Wouldn't you love J-Mac to just slide on this horse in two weeks? Oh, Complete moral. Maybe that's the play. Chadley gets beat here. Impossible to sack oh, him until Jesus. he gets beat off it. He gets beat here. J-Mac just across the line goes, better look for a ride in two weeks, son. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, what price are you on it then, the slippers? I don't bet. I'm a non-gambler. I'm, I'm currently getting mentored. By who? I don't know. Dave. This bloke. Ranwick, uh, <laughs> Ranwick race eight is the guineas. <laughs> this is the weaker of the two guineas, I'm going to call it. Aft Cabin, $2.70. Uh, Osipenko, $4. Zoo Tiger, 7 Matcha Latte, $10. Attrition, $10. Communist, 17 Lindemann, 17 Williamsburg, 20 Manzuis, uh, $34. Hollywood Hero, 41 Bryce Hayes, cut on a dime, 71 Primito, $81. Walty McWalty, let's uh, watch a couple of replays. I'll tell you what, Chris Roots, he said that uh, Osipenko had everything go to plan this start. Do you agree? Uh, yeah, in comparison to first up when it, I don't know, it gave it, gave it the big Craig Williams. But, um, well, how can you say that this horse doesn't have more improvement than Av Cabin? That's the thing. I understand that you reverse the runs, you probably reverse the results on Saturday. But, again, this horse draws four on Saturday and the other one draws ten. And the map doesn't look any better for Af Cabin here than it was there. I know he slipped out of the gates on on um, on that occasion, but he's also got to run an extra 200 metres here. So uh, I don't know how you could possibly have Osipenko not favourite over Af Cabin. Um, 
over a mile at Randwick. Uh, and then you've got to kind of look away from those two and see if you can find anything can improve. Machilade is obviously going to get a really nice run again, but does struggle to put a race away. So, do you reckon that he, he, I said sort of pre-show before you turned up? Mm. He's only really seen one good track, and he was pretty good there. He sort of loomed up to win, and maybe just conditioned. But that's what I mean. Out. He's loomed to win nearly every start, hasn't he? Like he, he loomed to win in the in the uh, spring champ. He, he loomed to win at Warwick Farm that day that uh, Graham Rogerson Hurdler beat it. Then he got loomed to win the day the Graham Rogerson <laughs> Hurdler beat it again. Smart and elliptical smart. got beat by the Graham Rogerson Hurdler. And then <laughs> um, I was in tears on both occasions. Uh, I, I don't I don't agree with you that this is not a stronger race than Melbourne. I think it's deeper. I don't think there's a lot between them. Um, I think the Melbourne race has only got three three or four runners that are of decent quality, whereas this has got you know quite a few that are that are okay. But um, I, I do think you know if I'm going to bracket up the Waller runners, here, I'm going to bracket them up because <laughs> I think Big Man's Zoys at forties is, is dead set one of the best. Let's have a look at his trial. This is his trial, and he's galloped between races since, but he's in the uh, the blue jacket with the the pink. Oh, surprise, surprise! Who's on it? Your love child, Tim Clark. Yeah, well, he's yeah, riding. Mate, I was well. I backed it all in when he wasn't on it when they scratched it from the what was it the the first leg or was it? Well, I don't think it was the Hobart Bill, was it? When when they didn't accept, I, I've wondered what's going on here, and I and I do have to admit that I did ask the question: Is this horse alive? Because it just seemed weird that they sort of held it back, held it back. I thought it was well-suited in that wait-for-age race um, that they scratched or didn't accept in, then obviously missed the the Hobartville lead-up as well, and they've gone in here fresh. But um, no, uh, apparently it's definitely well and truly alive. And there is a case to say that there's quite a few that could push forward for on-pace positions here. This won't. It's got barrier 14. No, this will be last, and that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, neck. So if they all push forward... He's the forgotten horse for mine. It's absolutely no worry, mile first up for this horse. If he's if he's been ticking along at home, Waller can definitely pull that off, and um, he can pull me off if this horse wins the forties because I will be uh, I will be uh, very happy. I, I just think it's just a silly, silly price for, for in a race where you can make a case for the ambulance um, to win because there's not a lot of. Strong-looking milers. Um, I think he sends Lindemann to the front. Lindemann rolls along. It's not hopeless at twenty to one. Even it's sort of coming from left field. Its win the other day was was really good. Sustained speed. Maybe you know the case for me is that there's not too many strong milers that are sitting sort of behind it. Your Zoo Tigers and this. They'll probably the miles see them out. So I think Osipenko gets a nice run. We saw what it can do over a mile in the um, whatever that race was where it was destroyed. Timmy destroyed it that day, didn't he, down in Melbourne? It wasn't really his fault. We'll, we'll give him a pass, even though DK would probably hang him up and say Bleachin would have 1B3 on it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Osipenko will run a strong mile. It has to be favourite, and Man's Voice is just a smoky out the back. I, I could nearly bracket up the three Waller runners, even Lindemann at 20s is, is one I could uh, I could spec. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm Team Waller. Well, I think they're just going to pour it on and see if uh, J-Mac jumps off and carries well, AF Cabin home for the last 200 well, metres. That's if, the only way he's going to run a If you were doing the tactics for Waller here, weren't you? And we're not saying that there's any such thing as team riding because that's just not allowed. A saddle might But if slip. you put in a change of tactics. <laughs> cot. If you put in a cot. If you put him in the cot, you're allowed to do pretty much whatever you want. But I think Lindemann rolling along suits Lindemann. I think it suits Osipenko and I definitely think it suits Man's Voice. And it may not be the greatest thing in the world for the favourite other than busting him up a bit early and maybe uh, allowing it to sort of get in closer to the rail for sure. But, um, yeah, I think if I was Waller, that's the way I'd be playing it. And I think all three of them in the race. Nico, 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 F Cabin, tell us why we're wrong. I don't know if you're wrong. I, th- I think he's the best horse in the race. <gasps> it's just whether 
he's whether this is the perfect setup for him off last start, um, not too sure. But I think of all the evidence we have seen, I do think he is a better horse than Osipenko. Like he smashed Amenable in the Corfu of Guinea's Prairie. He smashed Osipenko as well, but we can forgive him for having an off day. Amenable crosses the line with Osipenko and the Guineas when they both have every chance. The first up win was dominant. Um, yeah, I don't think last start they just got it wrong going forward. I think he's probably a much better horse sitting off the speed. You know, look at his two defeats in this kind of company have come to Osipenko and Jackano. So I don't think that's sort of um, holding him back too much. It's just whether he's looking for 1,600 metres, that's probably the knock. Can class get him over the line? I think so. Um, do you want to back him at, what is he, 270 or 280 or something? Um, I reckon you'll get probably. like closer to $4. Yeah, you couldn't back him at 270. Um, Market's probably going to have a good look at Osipenko and sort of Zoo Tiger, you would have thought. But at the end of the day, I think he's the best horse in the race. And you look at his sort of, you look at his win in that Guineas prelude, the run in the McNeil, that win at Soundown, like the win at Soundown in the Guineas prelude of both 1,400, and he's absolutely pulling away from him late. Like he's just annihilated him. So I think he's a bit like Jackano. Like he's sort of, there is a slight question mark at the mile, but his runs at 1,400 prior to last start would suggest he'd run it. And maybe last start was just an off day. Forgive it. Trust the SP. J-Mac gets back aboard, which I like TC, but that's got to be a tick. J-Mac getting back aboard the horse, given he, he probably knows it better. See so. how he just lubed me up before he jammed me there, DK? That's what we like. We like that. We don't just like the full jamming. At least he just sort <laughs> of, right. that was all right. Get the Vaseline <laughs> yeah, out first. That's right. Nico, Nico, Nico. <laughs> Aft cabin, those wins that you speak of, uh, Sandown, the McNeil, the Guineas Prelude, there's a they're soft five, soft five, heavy eight. They're, they're all rain-affected decks. This horse might just jar up on the good four. Or uh, I, I, I don't know. What was, what was first up? That was a good four, and he killed him. So I don't think that theory has that much merit. Well, did you see what Nash did on Osipenko first up? Stewards did. He did a king's gambit on it. Yeah, but what about the day he flogged him in the Guineas prelude? Like, absolutely killed him. He's got the SPs over him every was, single time they've met. He was first met. up and didn't finish the course. Two fifteen, two twenty, dollar sixty. Market says he's a better horse. I think he is a better horse. It's just where the sad day is. His, is his day. All right, Nico. Here you go. Uh, if Aft Cabin wins, I'll buy you head to toe Godolphin tracksuit cap, the whole box and dice, and I'll post it, and I'll uh, I'll get someone to hand deliver it. I don't know where I'd wear it. I, I wouldn't want to wear it to the races. I want you to wear it on the show. I wouldn't want to wear it to the races. Where are you going to wear it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to sort of be mistaken for. A, Team Blue. Team Blue. I'll get, <laughs> red, I'll get red, you a James red. Cummings straw hat to go with it, whatever those things are <laughs> that he keeps right. reducing. Uh, even, okay, if you don't want to wear it, I'll, I'll get you a Godolphin Duna cover with with a, with matching pillowcases, all Godolphin Blue with the Godolphin logos on it. You just let me know if you're a queen or a king-size bed. <laughs> oh, and I'll, Jesus I'll, Christ. I'll get this custom made if I have cabin. It will not win. Right. Yeah, you, I'll will, take it. Will See you what? Use That's it? an easy. That, there's nothing to lose for me, so I'll take the bet. It just shortened up in the market as soon as, the, as, soon as those words came out of his mouth. So uh, yeah. that'll be a challenge. Good race. They're, they're good races. Might, so. might be an angle. Might be able to make uh, custom. Can I ask what about do, they're all? What about what well, they're all going to the? Um, pretty much they'll all go to the Doncaster with no weight. The three of them, mm. at least. Uh yeah. Well, Afca if Afcabin runs a mile out, it probably will for sure. Yeah. Well, it depends how they how they well they go here. But uh, that's listening to all the trainers. They all. O'Shea, uh, uh, Waller and uh, the Maestro said they're all very appealing to get into that Doncaster with a lightweight. Trying to work out, uh, there's not much around for a Doncaster, I wouldn't imagine. I haven't looked at the early betting. Only a genius that uh, was well prepared would do something like that. But uh, it's certainly if, if any of these are strong down in the weights in a Doncaster, they'll be, they'll be dangerous because even though we've sort of said that it's not um, a super strong year, 
there's not much around. <laughs> there's not much around in the older brigade either. So, uh, yeah, they'd definitely be a, a couple of dangerous. Even even Machilato, I think they're they're the ones. And geez, his horse is going well, Mark Newham. Holy crap! Yeah, running through brick walls, aren't they? Uh, Nico, quick one. Challenge stakes, just because it's not a quaddy leg, so I'm going to talk about it anyway. Uh, Giga kicks Cranbourne trial. Uh, is he back? Wrinkles up there to ride. What about him? the other one? The other one in that race. What the fast one? No, I'm just one. asking Nick. Yeah, no, Nick I want to ask insight. about both the fast one as well. Barrier trial. Hey, how was Giga Kick? Is he back? Uh, Ooh. I think off his trials and jump outs, he might need the run. I thought he could have trialed a bit better at Cranbourne. I thought his Bolnaring jump out, it's a weird course, Bolnaring. Like it's a picnic track. So, but I didn't think it was sensational. I don't know if I'd want to be diving into 240. Yeah, passive aggressive jumped out super. Yeah. All reports is she's come back better. 12 into seven. Perfect um, draw for it. Absolutely perfect draw. She, she is probably a slight knock if it's really firm. Um, they've sort of said she might be better on wet ground. Palaley's got to be in the race. Remark ran huge first up. I would say there is some vulnerability to Giga Kick first up. Would you say it's a big case that the, the wrinkles coming back going, wow, guys, this horse is flying. Today just wasn't our day, but, you know, <laughs> I'm telling you, wherever this goes from here, it's just going to improve out of sight. And even looking at him sort of last prep, like first up at Flemington and then they backed mm. off him and when he beat Spacewalk that day, did he? Or Bonus beat. Um even between runs there, like he was sort of only, at, you know, 85% fit. So I think they've got a good base to know oh, we can have him at this fitness level and win and improve off that. I doubt he's fully cranked up for Saturday and he's just probably going to improve a lot going to the TJR. Don't know if I could bet in the race, but sort of 240 wouldn't get me. And he's a kick, bloody though. good horse, but he doesn't look a thousand meter horse. It's like he doesn't look a specialist. He can definitely win. Don't get me wrong. Like he's a freak, but. Um yeah, that that fast thing drawn wide is going to be you know, well in front of it in the in the run, the passive aggressive. Yeah, named after DK. Beautiful stuff. I know you're in the eye, Nico. You're all over it. And uh, Walt, if you want more of Walt's uh, madness and analysis, uh, RacingWatch.com.au Telegram. If you uh, want the tips only, and then um, Discord. If you want uh, to hang out with all the crazies, what were you going to say? Nah, it's all right. It's all right. It's just too. It's just. It's just. We've gone wrong? too far. What's wrong? No, I just. I, what I think there's one. I think. I think I think Nico could ride this and win on it on Saturday. Which one? Youth Spirit. That's a horse that we've we we like. It's last in Melbourne. Time. It's in Melbourne. I forgot to ask him when he was doing his Melbourne. Well, I did, I nearly tipped Youth Spirit on the show. So I, was, I was close. It's between him and Tamor. Tamor gets car and could go forward, but it's it's one one race from fifteen starts. It might be half a cat. I don't know, but um, Youth Spirit's definitely overs at like five fifty. You couldn't back the favourite, so I'd be backing him or Tamor to beat the favourite. So if Car was on yeah. Youth Spirit, I'd be mortgaging up. I'll be mortgaging up. Just, I just, just worried press. that D Oliver might go a little bit slow on your spirit. And I don't think you'll find the lead though. There's a lot of speed in that race. Like I'd be, That's I wouldn't good. be shocked if he's one out, one back, and just having to work into it than him controlling the tempo. It's probably a, a tick for that horse. I think Oliver's not a bad rider for him. Looks like a bit of a grinder. Like he might. That's get what a lot I'm worried that he. Straight. I think he, I just I'm worried that he'll wait too long. I'd rather it get butchered than be ridden cute. Said it a lot. Is that the tactics? Well, I'd rather that, yeah. I'd rather it because I agree with you. I think he's just a grinder that's coming out of better form races uh, potentially and he's, I think, 2,500. has said the stable's just – well, they're training at about 120% the last uh, – I think they've, they've it's, uh, 14 from their last 12 or something. They are or something same. And I've been told I've got to back – but back off Ollie a bit. He's the goatest. He's the goat. He's the greatest of all time. And if uh, you're against Ollie, you're it. meant to be taking up marbles. So I could be in for a big marble career. I, I am. I, I, we I both was all right be. at marbles we could be back the marble in the day. I don't know where they are. I'm going to dig them up. Let's have a game. Don's best. Let's uh, see what Donnie likes this weekend. G'day, gents. 
I'm back this week again for Donnie's Best Bets. Uh, tough week last week, bit of a strip out, none from two. They both were off the map. Didn't salute, though. You can make it better this week. We've got two nice bets coming up, one on Friday, one on Saturday. We'll start with the best bet. That's at Saturday at Eagle Farm in race seven, number seven, Depor. He's from the hot stable, Adam Campton. He's absolutely flying. Anything he sells up, bolts in. This horse has got an incredible turn of foot. Uh, 1,200 at Eagle Farm will suit perfectly. 1,200 at Doom and Last Start. It got held up for most of the straight, got out very late and absolutely stormed home. It's a gun horse, ex-Peter Snowden. It should go very close here. So around the $4.40 mark currently with Top Sport. I think it's a great bet. Um, that's the best on Friday at Newcastle. Race 5, number 8, call, uh, 4 for Cindy. It's first up in its second preparation. It's first start, last prep. It really closed off nicely over 1,200 metres at Newcastle. This week, it's 1,400 metres, which suits much better. I've duller on. The big Newcastle straight will help. I think it's a nice, talented horse, and I think it can win. It's around the $4 mark as well. So the two bets this weekend are Eagle Farm on Saturday, race 7, number 7, Depor, and on Friday at Newcastle, race 5, number 8, 4 for Cindy. Good luck, gents. Outstanding. And uh, Campo, he's doing a great job, Adam Campton. He was on our show well, a while ago, wasn't he? We've had him on the show. Jack Bruce had him on the show, both airborne. Campton was on the show. Yeah, we, yeah he, we, he did in a little interview. Adam oh, I must have been away. Yeah, he must have been away that day. But, yeah, Campo's been on the show, Jack Bruce, and they're just controlling racing up here. So they're doing a uh, great job. So race seven, number seven, Deport, and then four for Sydney Friday, Newcastle, on that uh, the stakes, that stakes day, that weird little uh, meeting. So He had a horse last Monday or something. Where was it? Yeah, Grafton or Coffs or something. Debut, hallowed crown thing. Don't know the name of it, but it'll win plenty of races out of Campton. One, one its first art and what was a heavy track. He's... Um, I agree, he's doing a good job. Outstanding. So just jump into Racing Australia. You can search the trainer and then you'll go find what horse Walt's talking about. I'm still trying to work out what a matakura is or a mascara or it's a, a kookaburra. Masala. Is it? Type of kookaburra. Are you sure? No, I don't know. Jesus. That's the it only thing now. I could think of. It's either a curry or a kookaburra. Okay. It's probably a kookaburra curry. Are you allowed to do that? Yeah. The greenies are yep. right. DK's had that. Kangaroo curry. Top sports steamers, uh, no love. Uh, Wanga went really good last uh, last week. That was an early bet. This week we've got race six, number 15, Opal Ridge, 600 at 650 in this uh, English magical new market sprint. Goes all right when it's on song, this horse. Nico, you done the race? Yeah, well, it started, started favour against Pericles last start and beat him, so that form looks pretty good. I have done the race. I think she deserves favouritism. It's just first start down the straight. She did trial very well, but... Bishin's a tick, I don't know, grey, grey race. Mm, that's a quaddy leg. Yeah, and he's not, I thought that trainer would fly up once he's moved to Scone and he's not been going that well, but this horse is um, certainly his flagship horse, so be interesting. Mm, my advice in that quaddy leg is to go very, very, very wide in that one. Could Anything could win that one. Uh, next bet on the screen. We've got uh, race nine, number one, pinstripe 500 at 11. Nico. Tough one, this. Oh, a, lot of people, a lot of people have interviewing this horse. Uh, Trav's all over it. Benny Asgari was giving it a big tip. So I think he's already been well-backed. So sort of, well, this is you probably wouldn't mind this bet to win sort of five. But um, I think there's a, a lot of market support early, and I wouldn't be shocked if he started shorter than sort of the $9 is at the moment. He jumped out well. I think some people are putting a bit of mayo in his jump outs, to be honest, and 1,200 first up will be a bit of a, a task. But... You know, you only got to go back 12 months. He should have bolted in the Australian guinea. So he's got the talent. It's just whether first up over 1,200 metres is his uh, suitable setup. Interesting. Celine Gaudre uh, gets a ride. She's starting to get a few more rides and 
She, I thought she was a bit cheeky after Lord Paramount won yesterday. Uh, they asked her, how do you reckon the track was? I think she uh, led most of the way on that horse. And she goes, oh, yeah, it's playing fair. <laughs> I think she was just taking the piss out of him. So she's got a bit of a sense of humor. I like that. I uh, like it. She's gone up in my estimations. Yeah. Has she turned the corner? She's, she's, she's um, I'll tell you something. I don't know. Did she smile? Like she's the, uh, from what I've seen, she's like the Ryan Moore of the female Australian jockey ranks. Oh. She's tough and hard. And I saw they got her on an interview on racing.com, just short, sharp answers and, you know, she seems um, – she just plays very straight bat, Celine, so. Mm. Good mates with Jamie Carr, I think. Mm. Well, yeah. she, very good mates. Isn't she yeah. starring in a drive to six or whatever? Like, Who, Celine? Sound, or no, Jane, no, no, Jane Jamie Carr. Carr. Isn't like, from what I've seen, when they're going to struggle yeah, to extract that out of her, won't they? Yeah, I think Entain are making it uh, like a Oh, is it like Labrake's doing it? Yeah, I think it's a series leading into the All-Star Mile, so then it, it might come out sort of next – It'd take a while to edit that kind of stuff, I'd imagine. Yeah, they've been at the, they've been at the races the last few weeks. It's, makes sense now. I've seen all these camera crews out and about, and now they've sort of said that they're making something like that. I think it'll be good. It'll be good. I think I'm thunderstruck. Tavolu and Jamie Carr. They're all following into the All Star Mile, and they're following Zaki as well. So I think Zaki's That's out for the well. autumn. That's worked out beautifully. So they're going to have a lot of different storylines there. Well, who could have seen, seen that going wrong? Anyway, oh, well, it's hard, isn't it? Like, who are you going to follow? Can't keep following Don't nature strip for 20 horse. years, can you? Well, we don't have any. What have we got? We've got Jackano. Futures bet here. Jackano, $2,000 at $4, 2000 uh, You could put it through the mincer or you could uh, just bet, it, bet around a couple of others to try and uh, square it off there and pray that they go s- slow and then bang, his turn off foot just goes bang. I did laugh um, seeing the, uh, you see the quarantine guy from Canterbury yesterday. From They, they interviewed him. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's great to see Rossi. the Japanese horses back. We've got this this horse out. He's a very classy horse. It's it's competed very well. It's one group threes over there, and it's coming out for our premium $5 million wait for age race. I'm like, like, not saying the horse is bad. It'll probably come out and lap them. I hope it does. But it's just it just shows their contempt for us. Like, they don't even bother sending out any of their top-level horses uh, to, to crush ours. It's, um, Did you see that mare uh, Gay Bot got? Alcohol-free, oh, is it? Yeah, they paid ten million for it. Ten million, and they, they bought that other. Yeah, they bought a couple, but it's the yeah the crazy, crazy one. But Oyedo was definitely glowing about um, his his report of seeing the horse. But uh, I suppose for ten million, you want to be getting something mm. decent. But it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. All right, we haven't even done the quality numbers, but we'll put a poll up. Do you want our quality numbers for uh, next week's show? Or we'll try and get a little bit more feedback. So. Firing. It's a uh, beautiful deep card at uh, Flemington. Absolutely horned up deluxe for that one. Join the Little Birdie Syndicate if you want some uh, extra mail there or jump into one of the boys' subs. Uh, and, again, yeah, Randwick looks absolutely uh, sensational as well. So get uh, more of Walty stuff and there'll be just bed, well, I think, betting uh, galore. I think next week's show, we might, we might need a preview from DK, a little a little maiden somewhere. Yeah, right. yeah, a little treat. Him. little treat. All right, hopefully. What's Wod- he got? Wodonga or somewhere like that. Oh, Kilmore packing them. No, pass, pass. <laughs> Bendigo Thursday, but I don't know if the show would be right. turned around. It be in time. They need Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. It's, it's on the cup. Oh, maybe Saturday, Eden Hope. Yeah, Eden Hope. Oh, yeah. Some scraps for us, DK. All right. So you're not on the piss this week, DK? Nothing? Ed Sheeran and Oh, yeah. Ed Sheeran tonight with 100,000 of my nearest and dearest at the MCG. Huge. Who's going? 100,000 a night. Your missus? Kids to, and kids, taking the kids. No way. Kids. Yeah, kids, Ed Sheeran. So, um, Hundred and hundred thousand a night, hundred and seven thousand there tomorrow night, fully sold out. So he's um yeah, biggest stadium show ever. So um it's gonna be something to see there tonight. Um, couldn't think so, of yeah, looking forward to that. Has he when was it when was couldn't the last, there he goes. Has he when was the last song he put out ten years ago? He's flying and cheering, isn't he? No, he's very good. Very good. And very good bloke. He's got red he hair, how could he not twice. be? 
Hey, he's related to us. He cannot, he's part of the clan. No, that'll be outstanding. In all seriousness, DK, but uh, Mrs. and kids, that, mm, don't know about that. It's a big job to steer them around 100,000 people. 207,000 so people back to back. It's not like no, that. No, it's all seated. It's like going to the seated, footy. Like all, Elton John seated. No, no, I'm just trying to work out how much cash he's making. I'm not worried about Trim getting in and out of the joint. He's. Uh, it's not like it's the Everest where everyone gets in for free either. Like, Jesus Christ. DK be limo or chopper in. Oh, why wouldn't he? Oh, oh, yeah. Give me the rattler, catch, catching the rattler in. Catching the rattler. Backstage passes, DK? <laughs> no, none of them. No, no meet no, and greet. No. Should have bought me with you. I could have just snuck him back. They would have just thought it was me. I, just got, I would have grown a beard for a week. Okay, good luck. All right, good luck on the weekend. We've been told to get off. Goodbye.